0: Live from the heartland and the crossroads of America, it's Tony Katz today. So has Dr. Fauci overstayed his welcome? Yes. Wow, that was quick. That was super quick. But the question actually got asked. You know, one of the things that drives me most crazy is I know who we are, guys. I know how big this show is. I know how this show grows. Maybe I'm not marketing it well enough. You guys know that in addition to what we do here in Indy, this show plays weekends on on some of the biggest stations in the country. But I know when we reach out to people like Dr. Fauci, they don't respond because Dr. Fauci, being the media, um, the media, what's the what's the word I'm looking for, producer Ari, media? I don't even know what you're talking about, whore. That's it. The oh media whore that he my is.
1: Lord. Why do you get me involved in this nonsense?
0: Well, you're the one who said it. He's only looking for the bright lights, big city. Oh, he's only talking to people who are on billions of stations. But in the conversation he just had with Hugh Hewitt, who I like, I've known, uh, a lot of respect for, great, great brain, great brain. Hugh Hewitt asked the question. And the question is, what are you still doing here, Dr. Fauci? Tony Katz, Tony Katz today. Facebook, Tony Katz Radio. Parlor, Instagram, Twitter, Tony Katz. Fantastic. Fantastic question. And the answer, even more so. Let me bring this to you. Let me set it up. There's a conversation that the two are having. And Hugh Hewitt basically asks the question, which, when you follow it along, you understand that it was the setup. Remember, Hugh Hewitt's a constitutional law uh, scholar. Hugh Hewitt is a lawyer. He's he, se- setting something up; it's kind of his bag, baby. And so he asks Fauci about, well, you know, what would you, what would you do, basically, differently. And Fauci's like, well, the question kind of answers itself. If I, if, if, if I knew then what I know now, we'd be having a conversation about what we know now covering himself every which way and then it gets in a conversation about masks and mask mandates it gets fascinating
2: that's where the mask situation got all muddled you know that i mean i'm telling you something you know and i could understand when people are looking for definitive answers in an evolving situation
3: it doesn't work that way hugh it just well, no, there's, a, there's a large and a small part, doctor. The large part is not, is, I'll come back to this. the small part on the masks. I'm told by people in the room that you knew there were a shortage of masks, so you told people not to wear masks so that we didn't have a run on masks. I actually right. understand that as public policy. I've read the account, I've talked to the people in the room. I know that you purposely told the noble lie to prevent us running out of masks in hospitals. I think it's bad policy, but I understand the motive. And I understand changing, I change my mind every day. You know, I'm on the air every day. Stuff happens, I change my mind. But what you said earlier, it's just facts sometimes. It's just a fact that Tony Fauci, not the guy I'm talking with, but Tony Fauci, the person in people's mind, is now an impediment to public health because people won't listen to you they actively reject what tony fauci says Mm -hmm. for reasons which are complicated have to do with psychology mass communication social media but can you accept that if that's just a fact you ought to respond to it and say mister president i think my time is up as a successful and effective Mm -hmm. spokesperson that is A
0: spectacular tough question but the right one because the conversation and the way it has been put together here this is the difference between engaging in the attack and engaging to engage we have a lot of people on the political right who like to engage in the attack it's all about the attack. Oh, you're a loser. Oh, you lied to us. Oh, you failed. Oh, you did this. Hugh Hewitt's asking the right question and in the right way. If indeed people have lost faith in you, which is fact, why not do what's best for the country? This is what we asked of Lloyd Austin and Mark Milley and Frank McKenzie, General Sencom specifically the two generals, if you disagreed with President Biden on the removal of troops out of Afghanistan, why didn't you throw your rank on the table? Why didn't you make a large stink to protect American lives and to make sure Americans got out of Afghanistan on time? Regardless of whether or not that was your responsibility and that, or it was State Department's responsibility and there was no conversation between you all, which is all Biden's fault, why not say so? you 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 need the bright lights big city so bad even when you are the impediment to people taking care of their health'll we'll say it that way you still remain that's uh that's a well phrased question you catch the difference in that versus the attack methodology but the best is uh fauci's response
2: with all due respect to, to you you who I, who I do respect you and your intellect i just completely disagree with that premise because there are an awful lot of people who do listen who do the right thing from a public health standpoint so because there are a lot of people who have ideas about conspiracies and and changing minds and flip-flopping that's not a reason to step down not at all when i was involved 40 years ago with HIV and the activist community were looking at me as a representative of the the face of the federal government and were trying to get things done. And it looked like we were at odds in the sense of of really uh, essentially being hostile to each other, which we weren't. That would have been interpreted as, gee, the people who were involved in this particular difficult and and devastating outbreak don't like what you're doing, why don't you step down? That's a lot of spin.
0: And Fauci was there, of course, for the early days of HIV and AIDS. The difference is you told us things that you knew were lies, not that you weren't sure about, you knew was a lie. Yo, oh, you don't need a mask. Was lying to the American people. By the way, as we know now, with data, wearing a mask doesn't stop COVID either. But you did it. Whether well, they call it a noble lie uh, to protect healthcare workers. No, I'm one of the people who's not okay with that. You should have just said so. We need healthcare workers wearing masks, so that's where we're directing all the masks. That's what you say. If you have a mask, wear one. That's how you should have answered it. I believe, in the upfront at all times. Don't compare this to to HIV. Compare this to now. So uh, there is polling that exists. I think this goes back to July. This is a few months ago. 76% of the public believes it's definitely or probably true that it's safer to get the vaccine than to become ill from COVID. And the number of people who say it's definitely true is up to, was up to 54% from 49%. 68% of Americans said they're confident in the advice given by Fauci, down from 71% who said so in April. If you were to ask that question now, that number is far lower. It's 61% now. Well, I would first argue that's far lower, and then I would follow up by saying I want to know who those six out of ten people are.
1: (laughs) That's fair. Now, let's take
0: it the other way. I don't get to deny data. Let's assume that this is true, and six out of ten people think that Dr. Fauci is Honest and clear and direct. I don't get to throw my own personal thoughts into it. Let's go with the number. That means 4 out of 10 don't. If I were to take a look at vaccination rates in the United States, would it fall down uh, that line? If I were to take a look at vaccination rates across the United States, there are 56% of the population that has been fully vaccinated 65% of the population have received at least one dose holy cow I never checked those numbers before I didn't hold up a cue card look at that 61% of the people trust Fauci and and approximately 61% of the people are fully vaccinated or have one dose when I put the two numbers together son of a bitch ain't that something we didn't plan
1: this either. Like
0: no, no. He just sent me the story about the, the the study the the polling in July, or he just emailed it to me.
1: That is crazy.
0: But it, how perfect is that? Sixty-one percent of the people believe. Sixty-one percent of the people basically are, are vaccinated. I'm I'm telling you, we're at the moment, and this is why the the mandates are so awful and evil and ridiculous. And you're seeing people quit jobs. I, I, this is a massive backfire that we could see doing huge damage to some companies. I'm going to go back to something Mark Cuban said, owner of the Dallas Mavericks. How people treat their employees and how people treat their customers during COVID will define them for the next 20 years. I believe he was right about that. Well, this is part of it. This is part of it. The moment we have reached is everyone who can be convinced to get vaccinated has done it. Everyone who has been convinced has done it. Now, the rest will come over time. You will get some people who take the vaccine because they're forced into it by employers who are wrong on every level. But plenty of people are like, nah, I'm not doing it. Not doing it. I'll start my own business. I'll do my own thing. Absolutely, positively, not going to be a part of it. Not going to be a part of it. But in three years, they may be like, you know what? I've seen enough data now. I'm good. In three years, they'll be like, you know what? We've had our kids. We're not going to have any more kids. I'm good. In three years, they may say, you know what? I've gotten a little bit older. I got this health condition. I'll do it now. Now is when I'll do it. Their time in life will change, and they might change with it. That's rational. Parents who won't let their kids get vaccinated will see some data in three years and be like, you know what? Okay. Like a flu shot. Yeah, okay, we got it now. All right, now I feel comfortable. Do it. That will come, but you won't get to 100%. Do you know we're not at 100% on measles? MMR, measles, mumps, rubella. When we talk about how uh, COVID spreads, COVID is four to one. For every one person who has COVID, it can infect four people. The Delta variant is seven. It's called the R-naught, letter r not. The R-naught is seven. So for every one person who's infected, 18, uh, seven people. Get uh, Delta variants for measles. The R naught is eighteen. For every one person who has measles, eighteen people can get infected. And we're still not a hundred percent at getting people vaccinated for measles. Mid nineties, but yeah. after all this time, we're not going to have everybody vaccinated for COVID. And also, uh, it doesn't stop the transmission of COVID. And you can still get COVID. It will come in time. But the question from Hugh Hewitt to Fauci is the right question. And Fauci loves himself too much and thinks himself too pretty to go anywhere. I'm Tony Katz. So there will be no government shutdown. This is different than all the horn swoggling. Is it horn swoggling? Bartering, horse trading. Horse trading, not horn swoggling. That's something different. The horse trading that's going on uh, to get this infrastructure bill passed, which is a mess and I only hope it doesn't get passed. I hope it absolutely positively falls apart. There are real implications that are being tamped down. For the political left, I, I got into some today. I'll get into much more of those next week. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today, it's so good to be with you. What they agreed to is a continuing resolution that will take it to December 3rd. That's when it'll be looked at again. But within this, and it was pretty interesting. So you, you have a 65 35 vote amongst uh, the, the senators. You got some Republicans on board with this. What's interesting is that the bill, according to ABC News, does not include any provision to raise the debt ceiling. No raising of the debt ceiling, which means no additional spending. Very interesting. So now one must ask themselves if the $3.5 trillion thing, is really fully paid for which it's not then you don't need to raise the debt limit at all but can they pass it and be able to implement any of it if they don't raise the debt ceiling to be able to do more borrowing that i'm, I'm just a man with a question that that's all i am just a man with a question but i very much like not raising the debt ceiling i think that's solid now some people put it you know what this means is that uh if you haven't raised the 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 debt uh, ceiling uh there's going to be a hard time trying to get things done if they feel that it's going to add to spending when you can't spend anymore and you get gridlock and as producer already likes to tell you gridlock is good oh the markets love gridlock because that means a level of stability, and stability makes people happy.
1: Yeah, it does.
0: So right now, this is a fine, fine result. But it's this whole conversation about what we're going to do with the the infrastructure package, which is not infrastructure. It's just not infrastructure as we've gone over a million times what i think the bigger story now is dear lord look at how radical the left is if you check out my new video over at red state redstate.com i, I do a series called dc outsider and it, it's part of the vip you can use promo code cats k-a-t-z and you become a vip and and it's 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 there's a lot of cool stuff, and I'm very, very proud of the of the series I'm doing over there. You had a three point five trillion dollar infrastructure package. Joe Manchin, the senator from West Virginia, said, Hey, what about $1.5 trillion? And he got laughed out of the room. $1.5 trillion as a compromise plan, and they said, Ha! Laughed out of the room. The room. Now take that and add that to what took place in San Francisco. We brought it up briefly the other day. Immigration protesters stopped traffic on the Golden Gate Bridge and holding up a sign that said override the parliamentarian, which said you couldn't have uh, immigration in uh, the uh, infrastructure bill. And they want Congress to pass a citizenship bill, which basically says it doesn't matter how you got into the country, you're a citizen. It's time to deliver economic justice, climate justice, and citizenship for all. Okay. You created a leftist monster. The leftist monster goes further and further left, and you, the political left, the the Pelosi's of the world, can't control them. Bernie can't control them anymore. AOC might be learning for the first time that she isn't as strong as she thought she was. And look at what they're doing. This is the stuff that people are exhausted by. Disgusted by. They're just... They just think it's gross. But they're all out there. Why have a bill about infrastructure when you can bring climate justice and citizenship for everyone? Infrastructure doesn't matter. Radical progressive agenda matters. And that's who AOC is. That's what she's all about. Bernie as well. And Pelosi doesn't seem to be able to keep this together. I mean, if anybody can, she can. It hasn't happened yet.
2: I'm Tony Katz.
0: Snoop Dogg, Dr. Dre, Eminem, Mary J. Blige, Kendrick Lamar... Your weed hookup? Maybe. But this is your Super Bowl 2020, 2022 halftime show.
1: <sighs> what? it's. I just, I was not expecting that from you. Your weed hookup is a
0: great line.
1: I did say it wasn't. I just was unexpected.
0: Yeah, I, pff, nobody expects a Spanish Inquisition, baby. That's how I work. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today. So good to be with you. Come on, Snoop Dogg and Eminem, please. One, two,
2: three, four, five.
0: The question is, does it bring people to the halftime show? Yes. Are P- All right. Who, 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 who is they reaching out to? What's going on? Now, I think that some of this is because this is happening at SoFi Stadium, the new stadium there in Los Angeles, which is gorgeous.
1: What does that have to do with the the halftime show though
0: i think that's why you're bringing in snoop Dogg because that's his part of the world oh
1: <laughs> gotcha
0: and i think that's why you bring in trey and you, that's why you bring him in i think that's why i think that's what they're doing right there
1: this is like I, I i emailed this to you last night that this is the first super bowl halftime show in a decade that like i'm actually excited to see you think that you think it's gonna be good I are love gonna do, it's, Eminem. It's all going
0: to be like some kind of lip-syncing nonsense, though. I want to see him go at it.
1: If you listen to any of my re-entries, you know I love Eminem. So, like, yes. th- this, I'm I'm so pumped for this.
0: Re-entries when the show comes back from commercial yes. break. that's I that's know you all
1: love them. I always get so many calls, people saying, Ari, your re-entries are just thumpers. So, <laughs> thumpers? I thought they were bangers. Yeah, thumpers, bangers. Like, they are what they are.
0: I mean, you can't deny it. It's big names. It's giant, giant names. And so they're all discussing the fact that there's a partnership now that the NFL has with Jay-Z and Rock Nation Entertainment. So maybe that's how this all comes together. But you had the weekend at the last Super Bowl show with, with Shakira and Jennifer Lopez, and I don't think people thought that was a big deal. Like That was, that was less than uh, thrilling,
1: and the weekend looked like a freak. It was fine. Freak! Oh, he didn't look great, but he always looks like that, man. Right? They would be much better off if
0: they would if they would take my advice, because as you know, I know much about the hip hop world. Oh, God. Um, just just do the songs. Do the songs in full. I don't care if each person does one song. Do the songs. Go right at it. No, don't don't do a montage. No, you got it
1: it, it. it doesn't work without the montage, man.
0: No man, Monta forget it. Do the do five songs. Or at least shortened versions of the song, because you only got so much time. Right for a
1: halftime show. That's all that's all I'm saying. If Eminem just played lose yourself three straight times, like great halftime show. Really? I love that song, man. <laughs> it's so good. I don't know if that makes a great halftime show. I mean I'd enjoy it. Who else matters? But I'll tell you,
0: I think it does play to the NFL understanding that they have a ratings issue and they have to do something about it. Does like, the Super they, Bowl they, count,
1: though, like in terms of NFL ratings? Because that's a different beast altogether.
0: Uh, yeah, Oh no, 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 no. Super Bowl counts because you want to sell
1: all those sponsorships. This is a way. Why do you think they announce it? This is a way to sell those sponsorships. Well, my point is that my wife has never watched an NFL football regular season nor playoff game, but she watches the Super Bowl every year.
0: But we've seen Super Bowl ratings have dips and and fluctuations. You want to guarantee as much as you can, and you want to guarantee that that sponsor is still willing to pay top dollar, which they absolutely did not last year. All right, fair point. Lots of people said, no, we don't need an ad. In, in 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 this one, people that's are going to be watching. Uh, you know, true. the money's tight, so they they didn't do it at all. So I think that's I sure. think that's where this is. I think you're right because I think that these people aren't doing it for free. <laughs> no,
1: and as, as as they shouldn't. Right. So, do we know how much they're getting paid? Oh, for the halftime show, it's got to be seven or eight figures each. Maybe they're not
0: each getting ten million dollars. Stop it. I I'm I don't I maybe. Oh hold on let me let me say it again. They are not getting 10 million dollars each. You start searching, don't stop till you find it. How much are they making for the halftime show?
1: Do get back to me. Get back to me Wait, immediately. The NFL does not pay performers for the Super Bowl halftime show. It covers all their expenses. Yeah, I guess. It, wow, nothing. Zero is the correct answer. I guarantee you that Rock Nation will be
0: selling something, probably some kind of of download with all five of them, and they're using this as the way to uh, launch it.
1: Oh, yes, but did you know that they got paid zero? Because I didn't. I didn't know that. There you go. We learned. I,
0: I, I, I did not know that they got paid zero. I think that's kind of interesting.
1: There is a uh,
0: salmonella outbreak going on. 35 states dealing with a salmonella outbreak. The CDC doesn't know the food source yet. So uh, my beloved Indiana is is one of those states. Um, is is let's see who else is on this list. Texas is the big one. 111 cases uh, right there. North Carolina. Then it's Oklahoma has 63. Virginia has 38. You're like wow, that's kind of kind of spread out everywhere. Missouri. Uh, Where we're heard on uh, News Talk St. Louis, Uh, they are, uh, they got five cases right there. Georgia, where we're heard on WSB, they've got a couple cases. I forgot, uh, I mentioned Oklahoma, KRMG. So they're dealing with this. Here's what they think. Here's what they think. They have found this in relation to a condiment cup that contains cilantro, lime, and onions. So somewhere you've gotten a burrito that may have a problem. And I'm not gonna go about naming places that sell burritos. They know they're in a world of hurt. This is the kind of stuff that freaks people out. I gotta assume it's the cilantro because it's usually the, the 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 leafy when we hear about these things. Um but it it could be it could be any part of it, it could have nothing to do with any of those three ingredients. What's interesting, they have not determined the ingredient or the comp- a component that was contaminated and they're not quite sure why it's in all these states that's i am surprised this isn't more of a story now you could say to me tony covid uh, hurts more people shouldn't why would we care about this because going out to eat is it's 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 a thing that is a natural and and when you can get sick from it you're like all right i'll stay away from that rational thing to do right Rational thing to do, or if you could stay away from a certain thing, you stay away from it. Rational thing to do. Notice I didn't say shut down all the places that sell cilantro, onions, and lime. There's the difference. Not everything is about well. Compared to COVID, you know, you don't, you don't work like that. That is a weird, weird way to to kind of think about life or think about your things. You don't react that way. You just know about it, and then you're like, okay, I'll, I'll avoid that thing for a while, and then everything will be okay, and we'll get back to it. Makes perfect sense to me. Uh, the Venom uh, sequel is coming out. And as you know, uh, producer Ari will be all over it. Eh. I liked Venom.
1: It was, f- it was fun. I'm not going to see it in theaters. I'll wait for, you know, streaming. Yeah? Yeah, you know. Okay. Do you like Tom Hardy, the actor who's uh who Oh sure, yeah. Venom? I love Tom Hardy.
0: Yeah, I do too. I think I think he's uh I think he's he's terrific. Well the the reviews of Venom came out and I guess they weren't
1: good. Neither were the first one. That means and, nothing. And he t- he took it personally. Really? Come on, yep. Tom. He took it personally. You can you can't
0: You can't uh take it personally. It's 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 a superhero movie and it's a weird superhero, and you're kind of like the antihero of superheroes and it's it's an awkward kind of world is the is the world of venom or at least the way it it it, it plays uh, on screen but it's
1: fun it's enjoyable I, I I more kind of can can understand that guy if you're an academy award nominated actor, maybe you do take it more personally why? Because you you feel like you're a established thespian and you have been acclimated with all these prestigious awards, it's Tony. You get crapped on on Twitter by people all the time, and I know you don't take it personally, but I can imagine there's times where some person with a blue check mark says something that you're like, man, like that sucks.
0: Uh, wait. So I could say that about Jake Tapper and Willie Geist, two scumbags yeah see like you don't take it personally but like it it it's different so so but no but I mean I mean even when I've taken my hits on social media for things that I didn't do wrong uh and the way people react on social media you learn quickly that it's about their reaction um the fact that that people instead of asking a question or engaging a conversation will go right on to the attack or do it to get themselves some more followers or some more likes that's what's so ugly that's what's so obscene about it but no i slept fine i never lost any any sleep it's tough to
1: not take it personally though
0: but i will say that social media does have that way of kind of you know invading your soul and and uh bothering you and and and, uh, until i learned to just all right turn it off delete everything don't worry about it i mean there there was a while there that it certainly did bother me absolutely but that was social media nonsense, where my words were being manipulated. People lying about things I say. I've never once worried about something I've said on the air. Really, really, and truly, like and there will be uh, times where I do a segment, and afterwards, like during the break, I'll say to Ari, "So uh, you think we're getting an email?" Yeah, <laughs> right? I've, I've done that before. It happens. But I, 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 I've never, I've never, no one has ever really come after anything I've ever said on air. Ever, and which I find so interesting, because you know there are people out there who absolutely despise me, would desperate to get me off the air, would just be thrilled if if I was if I was canceled, if I was fired, if I was gone, etc. Hoping that I screw up. You know that's happening, right? You know that there are people who listen to this show, hoping I screw up, hoping there's something they can get me on, and, and well, I I love disappointing those people. But I, I, I can't say, you know, if, if you disagree with something I said, all right. If you lie about something I said, that does get me annoyed. That does make me bothered as I'll get out. Because just don't lie about what I say. I said what I said. Now discuss the thing. If you think I said it wrong, say so. We'll talk about it. It's just that easy. But, but, but critics, you know... What, critics? you know? Oh, what, a terrible performance? Uh, how's the paycheck? Michael Caine, the actor, often talks about, uh, he's always he's always doing movies. He was always working. Always doing movies. Always working. And some of them were just duds. And uh, I think somebody said to him in one of those kinds of Q&As, uh, so this movie you just did didn't work out well. And he said, yeah, but it paid for my beach house.
1: That's, that's the answer.
0: He was an old man, though. It's different when you're young. Ah, uh, wow. Oh. Oh no, I think I think you gotta have the right attitude right from the beginning. You're not gonna win an Academy Award. Go do the work. Actors act and do the best work that you can. And sometimes you did it for the money. I think it's okay. I think I think it's all right. Not everyone is Daniel Day Lewis. That's all I'm saying. More to get to, I'm Tony Katz. North Korea is testing new anti-aircraft missiles just in case you needed anything else to add to the stress of what's going on in the United States of the Americas. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today, it is so good to be with you guys. North Korea's second known weapons test this week, they launched a previously unseen hypersonic missile on Tuesday. It is important to note that with that story about the hypersonic missile... Which I I, I will tell you, I I didn't get to. And so I, I apologize for that. With that story, you understand that everything they said to Trump was a lie. But you had to know that going in. Lying is what they do. The idea that they weren't going to do nuclear this or nuclear that, they were still working on everything, even with Trump. So now it would be okay. What are you going to do about it? That would still be the conversation. So I, and I said this then, would not have had the meeting with Kim Jong-un, unless certain conditions were met. Trump saw it differently and had the meeting, and then walked over into North Korea. Which, I don't care who you are, that is an amazing moment in American history. The idea that an American president, with no security near him, sure, I'll walk over this curb, let's go, and walked into North Korea, is unreal, absolutely, positively unreal and it created an opportunity to create an opportunity i'm not saying no to that i'm saying yes to that but i still would not have done it i would have needed more but in either case north korea is going to north korea so no one should be surprised by this is this proof that donald trump failed no it's proof that donald trump tried but now you know that the try didn't work okay All right, we we gave it our best shot. All right, now we got to just beat the living snot out of these mother-you-know-whats. That's that's very possibly the answer. And the other story that we knew was already happening, uh, the Haitians are coming. It's like the British are coming, but nothing like it. Tens of thousands of Haitians are making their way to the United States, according to the Panamanian foreign minister. That's that's a a lot of people. Nearly 30,000 migrants have already made their way over the U.S.-Mexico border. But an interview with Axios, the foreign minister of Panama, her name is Erika Moines, said that at the beginning of 2021, since the beginning of 2021, more than 85,000 Haitians have crossed through Panama, all heading to the U.S., now we should be discussing things with nations like Panama and a series of others about why they don't stop people at the border. Why aren't these people stopped? Are you friends or are you not friends? And there are people, we talk about those in San Francisco you know, blocking traffic on the Golden Gate Bridge, oh they should all be citizens, how dare you stop them, you're a racist if you don't make them citizens. Honestly, I don't give a damn what they call me. I'm not making them citizens. I'm willing to fight about it, too. But expect more border problems. Guys, have a weekend that matters. Talk to your family. Enjoy a bourbon. Relax. Do good things. Go to TonyCats.com and get everything. Monday, everyone. Take care.